presentation was shot in the winter of 2018. This is Chad Augsburger. Chad was the defensive coordinator at Gibson City, Melvin Sibley High School in central Illinois, and they had just come off back-to-back -back state titles. He now uh, serves as the team's head coach. If you want to see this one or lots of others that we've produced, check us out on YouTube. All right, my name is Chad Augsburger. I'm the defensive coordinator at GCMS High School, and we'll be giving this presentation on stopping the power. Uh, this is my third year at GCMS High School as defensive coordinator. Before that, I had taught for three years and coached three, for three years in uh, Boys Ranch, Texas, outside of Amarillo. Uh, before that, I had also had been back in Illinois, had uh, coached at uh, GCMS and several different assistant positions there. So. Since taking over at GCMS High School in 2015, we have accumulated a 33-4 and four, uh, total record there, a cumulative record, including three conference championships in those three seasons in the HOIC conference. We have an 8-3 and three playoff record during this time, including a two-way state championship in 2017 and also a quarterfinal appearance in 2015. Uh, in those three seasons, I've been defensive coordinator. In 2015, we had a 6.9 points per game average. Uh, in 2015, including five shutouts. In 2016, we allowed 7. Point, uh, excuse me, 7.9 points per game, uh, including uh, with another five shutouts. And this past year of 2017, we gave up 8.1 points per game with four shutouts. So in 27 regular season games during this time, we have accumulated 14 shutouts, uh, three conference championships, and a state title. So we feel like what we do is very successful and very conducive to what we are trying to accomplish defensively. Um, our defense, we run a 3-4 cover 2 base. Uh, from this front, we will slide to an under front. We you know, do multiple stunts underneath with our line and our linebackers. Uh, we will slant, we will pinch, um, we will uh, split our defensive ends out to five techniques you know, in order to kind of uh, take away outside any type of perimeter play. Uh, other fronts we will show, we will show 5-2 fronts with a TNT look reduce our ends down to uh, three techniques, what we refer to as our bare front. We will insert an additional defensive tackle and show more of a 4-4 or 4-2-5 look, what have you. Uh, this will be our eagle front, uh, playing a lot of cover three or cover one out of that. We will also insert our strong safety into our base front there, slide our mic over and play a 5-3. So, we feel we are very multi-dimensional with the defense that we run, and it has given us a lot of success adjusting to the multiple fronts we face, whether I mean, multiple offenses we face, whether that be spread fronts, you know, power eye, uh, double tight, you know, wing T teams. We face we have faced some you know uh, double tight wishbone teams. So we feel we can adjust to any formation that, that offenses throw at us through our base defense. So what we teach. Essentially, what we teach is our D linemen, you know, our defensive ends, especially lay, you know, in our base defense, they align as four techniques, uh, head up of the tackle, and from there we have different stunts that we can do. We pinch, we slant, we have a base call. Well, we will just fire out into the uh, offensive tackle, and we will two gap from there. The nose tackle will align as a zero tech over the uh, center, and we will slant him or base him out of that. So. Our defensive linemen are taught to spill any kick out or trap block. You know, we really work on ripping with the inside shoulder and getting you know inside that trap block there. Uh, on the backside, we teach them to get hip pocket of the pulling guards, pulling tackles, 
uh, you know, with regard to power, GT, or um, you know, other types of other perimeter plays where they pull their uh, pull their guards and tackles. We have some. We, we like to use athletes at our defensive line, especially our defensive ends. Uh, we teach them to penetrate and disrupt on the offensive line of scrimmage. Uh, we don't generally put big hosses in our uh, as our vortex. You know, this past year we had two guys that were both about six foot two, about two hundred pounds, very athletic and very long. So we felt like you know both guys ended up being first team all conference. One of them being first team all state. So we had a lot of success with uh, those guys this year. At inside linebacker, we have our Mike and our Will. They align up as twenty techniques, four and a half yards over the guards. Their job is to key the near back through the guard. Uh, scrape over the top of down blocks, squeeze down and take away inside cutback lanes. Uh, sometimes we'll have them cross key versus inside zone plays, stretch plays, things like that, uh, especially with an athletic quarterback who likes to pull the ball and run. But these are usually very aggressive players who you know, play things from the inside out. Our outside linebackers are referred to as dog and rover. Dog to the strong side, rover to the weak side. They will align a standing, uh, standing nine techniques, splitting the difference between number two and number three in spread sets. So they can they line up wide uh, versus spread sets. We will reduce them down versus a tight end or versus a nub end um, in uh, versus you know versus traditional pro sets. Their job is to set the edge, aggressively take on lead and kick out blocks with a hard joint, um, which they take on and set the edge, take on with their inside shoulder. Uh, we are okay, you know, coaching point here, we are okay in our defense if in taking on the lead block it does spill to the outside due to our secondary run responsibilities, um, which we'll get here, here in a second. Their job is to key the, in, key the near back to the end man on the line of scrimmage. So, in our secondary, you know, obviously it can vary based on our coverage responsibilities, but the first thing we teach them on day one is diamond on the ball which is their run responsibilities, perimeter run responsibilities. Play side corner is second contain and the, if the ball carrier bounces outside of the dog or rover. The strong safety plays the alley. He stays over the top of the ball carrier. He's there in case it bounces outside of our dog or cuts back inside. He always stays over the top of the ball. Free safety is the shoot player. He takes away the cutback. Right, he's looking for, you know, he gets more lateral to, uh, to downhill based on the uh, path of the running back, but he is there. He does not get over the top. He is always inside out of the uh, ball carrier. And our backside corner is what we call save six. He immediately, uh, once he sees the ball going away from him, he takes a pursuit angle uh, to stop any type of long touchdown run. So, so what we're talking about today is how to stop the power. Well, first of all, what is the power? Power, the way we define it, is an off-tackle run play that involves a kick-out block and a lead-through block. Normally, you know, 90% of the time, the kick-out block comes from a fullback or a blocking back. Sometimes it's a sniffer back who's lined up right behind the uh, tight end or the uh, tackle there. The kick-out block, you know, you know, kicks out usually the end man of the line of scrimmage, and the, uh, the lead block comes from a pulling guard, usually from the opposite side. All play side linemen are down blocking. This is a down blocking play, leaving the end man on the line for the kickout guy. The pulling guard is usually responsible for the play side backer. 
All right, and the play side guard and tackle usually will double team inside down to the weak side backer, all right, to the back side backer. So, power can be run out of any offensive set. It is not just your traditional I set 21 personnel. It can be run through spread sets. It can be run through double tight, wishbone, wing tee. Right. It can be even be run out of empty sets, but they would usually have to motion the kickout blocker into position. So. Traditional power will normally involve some sort of 20 personnel, two backs in the backfield. Uh, you know, it does not require a tight end, uh, but oftentimes that you will see, especially in, in your pro sets, tight end, I formation, tight end, split back, you will see a lot of power out of that. Uh, it can be run to the weak side just as easily as run to the strong side. If you have I formation, tight end to one side, they can easily run power to the weak side out of that. All right, sound check complete here. Keys to stopping the power. The biggest thing we do, and what we spend most of our weekends doing as a coaching staff, have your opponents scouted. All right? Need to know what their top plays are. All right? Teams that run lots of power, sometimes, oftentimes, will run a lot of GT, lead, ISO. All right? Are they a power running team? All right? Are they more of a perimeter team? All right? You need to know what their top plays are. If power is among their top three plays, then you need to a game plan and adjust your defensive front accordingly so that you're in a position where you can stop that play. Right? What are their formations that they run? Right? Are they an I team? Right? Are they pro I? Are they uh, you know, open, open formations two by one with split backfield? Right? Do they run it out of pro sets, spread sets? Do they motion the kickout guy into place? Do they motion the, the running back into place? Right? What personnel do they run? Are they, you know, a traditional 21 personnel, two, you know, two running backs and a tight end? Do they use a fullback? Do they use a sniffer back who's lined up directly, directly behind the line, of, behind the uh, offensive line? Excuse me. All right. So knowing what their personnel is, 21, 22, 20, 11, is very important when you're talking about stopping the power. Defensive fronts. All right, what we're going to talk about now is the different you know, ways you can stop power out of the defensive fronts here. Understanding that there are basically four defensive fronts that you know, football teams can run. Now there's many variations within these fronts, but you essentially have two even fronts and two odd fronts. Out of the even fronts you have the 4-4, or the, what's more common nowadays called the 4-2-5, which we refer to as a split front. It's you know, your basic four-man front, two linebackers, two outside linebackers, also called overhang safeties. And then you have the even front, which we call the 4-3. Four, 4 D linemen, you know, a nine technique, a three, a one, and a five. Then you also have a Mike Sam and a Will who line up you know, within the box there. Uh, like I said, we call that just simply an even front. And then you have two forms of odd fronts. The free, uh, excuse me, the three-four front, which is three defensive linemen, two inside linebackers, two outside linebackers. Uh, which we refer to as the odd front, and then you have the 3-3-5, what we call the stack. Three defensive linemen, three linebackers stacked behind them, overhang safeties. There's a lot of variations you can run out of that. You can drop one of those overhang safeties, play more of a cover two, cover four look. But uh, out of those fronts, you know, comes multitude of different types of, uh, uh, you know, sets you can show. 6-2, um, 6-1, a 5-2, a 5-3, but they all you know, emerge out of these four basic sets. The 4-4, four, four, the 4-3, the 3-4, and the 3-3 three, three stack. So, 
Keys to stopping the power. What we do at GCMS is run an odd front 3-4 cover tulip. All right, we run press corners, free safety, strong safety and free safety play at 10 yard depth, uh, playing hash rules there. Against teams that run a lot of power, we shade our front to the strong side to create an under front, which we showed right here. We, have our, we line up our dog as a nine technique right here. We slide our defensive end over to a five, our nose to a one, our backside end to a four eye, and, our back, and then our backside dog here, which we refer to as the rover, weak side guy, he is at you know, a seven. We'll call it ghost seven. Sometimes he's, he can uh, back off a little bit, but this is essentially how we play that there. And then we have our gap responsibilities. We will run a lot of gap exchanges out of this, but the Mike and Will still line up in their uh, uh, 20, uh, 20 formation, 20 technique. Corners are press on the outside, strong safety and free safety uh, play hash rules there. Against open sets versus no, with a no, no tight end here, which we'll line up this guy here. Let's say, say this is an open set here. The dog will split the difference between number two and the end man on the line. All right, right in there. So his responsibilities do not change, but he is you know, now swapped outside a little bit more. He's playing a little bit more in space. His keys stay the same, end man to the near back. We also will still, sometimes we will also stay, line up head up out of this and we will slant to this, uh, to our under front. But this is generally the approach we take against teams that run a lot of power because they will also run a lot of lead. It's a good, um, um, I, it's good at stopping lead. It's good at stopping counters. It's good, you know, we are gap sound out of this and it's easy reads with our Mike and Will with the guards. So our responsibilities out of the 3-4 uh, defense right here, what we refer to as the odd front. The dog right here, the strong side outside linebacker, his job is to blow up the kickout block. Okay. Now depending on, you know, usually if this guy's tight in here, usually they will still consider him the end man on the line. Let's put him back as a tight end here, as a nine, just to get uh, consistency here. Blows up the kickout block. He is the emol, the end man on the line. All right. The kickout block is going to come from the fullback right here. All right. Because we're in cover two, though, we do allow our dogs to be very aggressive taking on the kickout block. It's less concerned about to making sure you take it on with the inside shoulder and force it back in. We just want to attack that on their side of the line. All right. We're going to see a down block right here from the tight end. As soon as that guy blocks down, he steps up. He sees the uh, kickout block coming. His job is to blow it up. Because of our diamond on the ball responsibilities, if it bounces, we still have corner for back, you know, for second contain for the bounce, and we have alley, you know, support with the strong safety. So, uh, let's see here. Ideally, we'd, uh, we would attack the block on their side line of scrimmage and force the ball carrier back into our, our uh, inside uh, linebackers. Dog is keying the near side back to his side, so as soon as he sees the kickout block coming, he needs to attack immediately. Shorten the running lane for the ball carrier. We don't want to sit here and increase you know, the options for the running back when he can cut it up. We want him to make a decision fast. Is he going to bounce or is he going to cut it up? For the play side defensive end, his job is to fire his hands into the offensive tackle right here. All right? Do not allow him a free release to our Mike Backer. Okay? If they're in an open set like this, he needs to 
bite that off. If, the, if let's say they make him the kickout guy, he needs to spill this. He needs to rip, turn inside with his outside arm here, take on that block, force this ball to spill to the outside right here. Okay. Now, if the tight end is in there and he feels that down block coming, he needs to fight that down block and work up the field here. He cannot get driven back. This tackle's responsibility is going to be to down block. If they do, if they do double right there, if they're looking to double and chip, the Mike has to recognize it, but he cannot get driven back. What he can't allow is to allow this tackle to replace the tight end and let the tight end release. So work to their side of the line of scrimmage, find the ball here, and if they make him the kickout guy, if they split the tight end, he needs to wrong shoulder, spill it to the outside. The nose tackle, his responsibility, get his hands up, fight the down block by the guard. Keep working towards the, uh, towards the down block. Do not allow the center to replace, allowing the guard to get his hands into the wheel linebacker. So let's say you get this block right here. He needs to fight into that and work into their side of the line of scrimmage, not, not, not deep up the field. What he cannot allow is the center and the guard to double team him and allow the center to replace the guard and allow a, a release upfield. He has to keep working into this guard right here. Right. Otherwise, they will get to our backside uh, well linebacker. The backside defensive end, because we shade the front to an under front, he's lined up as a four eye. When he sees this pull by the guard for the lead through, we want him to fire into this guy, but sees that, get in his hip pocket and trail. Get flat down the line. This is the key. We have a lot of times where our defensive ends are in great position, but they get too deep and they want to make the tackle back here, but by that point the guy is gone. We teach them to get flat down the line right here, and if this thing gets bottled up, he will catch it from behind, make a tackle for a loss. All right? If you get deep, if you if the defensive end gets depth up the field, that will create a cutback uh, scene there. The Mike linebacker, he needs to read power action coming his way and scrape over the top of the down block. So let's clean this up here a little bit. We have a tight end right here. He's blocking down. We have this guy blocking down right here. There. When he sees this, he's got to work up here. When we get this block here, I can clean this up. He kicks this out. We want to get him down here, and he needs to get over the top of the end, and essentially we'll get a gap exchange. All right? Because what he needs to be ready for is this pulling guard that's coming right through here, and he needs to blow that up. He cannot avoid that pulling guard block. We want to catch it, right? attack it, extend the arms, right? and just create a big pile right in here. Right? What we ideally would want him taken on with, his, in, with uh, excuse me, his outside shoulder so that he can spill it to our free safety who's also coming up. Our dog is taking this on. But the big thing is he needs to blow it up and not try to create a scene by picking a side. Right? Make the tackle or spill the, spill the lead block by the pulling guard. The will linebacker, right here, he sees uh, power going away, he sees the guard pull. His job right here, he needs to get to backside, into the play side B gap right here. He needs to squeeze down, not lateral, but downhill where that cutback lane is going to be. All right? If this end, if our defensive end has done his job and he's squeezed this thing down, he's not allowing that guy to 
just get a free release to our Will linebacker. He needs to be ready to take on this block and blow it up at the point of attack. Right. Be ready for the cutback you know, in case the, uh, the running back sees the, the block's getting blown up in front of him and looks to cut, about, cut it up inside. Our rover, the backside uh, outside linebacker, he has to sit right here. All right? Whether he cannot immediately take off down the line because oftentimes we get this handoff, you'll see the quarterback boot right here. He is responsible for the boot. If we're out of a spread set, quarterback rides it, he can always pull it. He needs to sit there and wait for that quarterback to, uh, to pull, be ready for the, uh, for the bootleg. Otherwise, squeeze on the line, be ready for cutback. Secondary, we are diamond on the ball right here. So, uh, strong safety, his job stay over the top of the ball. He's got to play to the outside. He's got to be ready for cutback. He'll be ready for save six right there. So that's how we would play the power out of our 3-4 front here. Now, if you run a 3-3 stack, how do we go about doing this? Well, in our 3-3 stack here, oftentimes what you will have is your ends playing five techniques, your Sam Mike and Will stacked directly behind them, your overhang safeties are widened out, you essentially have a six-man box here. Usually we see these out of the uh, out of you know, uh, defenses that see a lot of spread sets here. The rules stay the same for the most part. All right. What we want to see out of this, now in this type of situation, especially if they're running it to the strong side here, your overhang safety probably is not going to be the kickout guy. All right. Especially if he's lined up wide here, you're playing cover three, cover one out of this. So what you'll see here is now your end, who's lined up outside as a, uh, as a five technique, he will probably be your kickout guy. All right. So we'll see this right here. His job, once again, get his hands, do not allow a free release on the, uh, of the tackle, but when he sees this, he needs to turn inside and he has to wrong shoulder this, spill it to the outside here. All right. Play side five tech, most likely will be the kickout guy, wrong shoulder and spill to the outside. Do not allow the offensive tackle a free release to the Mike linebacker. Nose tackle, just like in, your, in our other odd front, even though we were running a, an under front, he needs to feel you know, the double team right here. Fight the double team. Do not allow the, uh, you know, the center to replace and let this guy get to the, uh, to the weak side backer. And the backside five tech, he now becomes your, uh, your, your cutback guy, you know, boot, you know, quarterback pull. That's generally what he's looking for, or you could have your will backer. But either way, since you're getting that pulling guard here, this is where if you have, uh, well, I'm getting ahead of myself here, the Sam linebacker, the important, since we're spilling right here and this dog uh, overhang safety, he is uh, you know, widened out because of the formation here. He's, he is no longer inserted in the box. You have to get a gap exchange right here. He has to bobtail over the top. Bobtail, which means gap exchange, the end squeezes down, bounces it, the Sam, who before was probably your B-gap player, now becomes your C-gap outside player. Gap exchange, bobtail, catch the spill of the defensive end. All right. Your Mike linebacker needs to scrape here. All right. If this guy does, if the end squeezes this down, he needs to get to ride in here. You know, maybe get over the top of that block by the uh, by the tackle. All right. Just to take this away. You know, essentially becomes the B-gap player right there. Now, this is where if you have a stud linebacker at will, you can really do some fun things with this, especially out of these spread sets. 
He's reading, you know, oftentimes these guys are reading guard. If he's a fast player here, and if he's got that, you know, if he's aligned properly, he sees that, uh, that guard pulling. And if he's reading that guard, if he's light in his stance, all right, if he's got high hat, low butt, and he sees that pull, he can oftentimes shoot that gap here, and because this play is coming right in here, and he can catch that from behind the line, all right? Otherwise, oftentimes, he'll just need to squeeze down here, take away cutback right in there. But this is where, knowing your personnel, you have that special type of player who can shoot through a gap, you know, recognize, you know, the, uh, the play, shoot the gap, and attack the ball carrier. Your overhang safeties, they're outside backers here. Uh, depend, it really depends on what your philosophy is with these guys. Are they run support? Are, they, are you playing cover one? Are they in man coverage to the outside? So depending on your alignment and coverage, they may be less involved on this. So aside from maybe catching the spill here, things spill to the outside, they're here for, you know, to catch spill. Secondary, you're diamond on the ball. Now, you're in this type of situation. This guy is your cutback, reverse, you know, guy here. Your corner's still your save six. Your free safety stays over the top. He comes up, he has to, you know, second contain that. So, so we've seen the two forms of odd fronts that we can use to attack the, uh, the power here. Let's take a look at a couple of even fronts here. Now, obviously, there's many different ways to run power. There's many different formations offenses can throw at you, but we'll just kind of look at the basic uh, you know, ways teams run power and see how they would attack uh, a 4-3 now, a 4-3 even front in a two deep situation here. Rules are simple even with even fronts, um, especially now since even fronts oftentimes they'll show an over front now, a 9, a 3, a 1, and a 5. Uh, your linebackers, you know, usually become, you know, you'll be in a 50, a 10, and a 40. The nine tech on this, similar to the defensive end in a 3-3 uh, three, three stack, needs to get his hands up on this tight end or whoever, you know, this, you know, end man on the line is. Wash him down, deny the, deny the uh, release to the linebacker, wrong shoulder the kick out block, and spill, to the, uh, pl spill the play to the outside, all right? If they're in, you know, in shotgun, in a king set here, if this guy is your lead blocker right here, he needs to A, get his hands on this tight end, wash him down, and wrong shoulder this so that this ball bounces to the outside. All right? When that happens, Sam Backer, just as in the 3-3 stack, gap exchange, he has to bobtail over the top of this. He has to recognize he's no longer a B-gap player. When he sees lead, and that's probably going to be his read right there in most, op in most uh, defenses, King near back, he sees that power block coming. He knows I have to, you know, that end is going to um, spill that to the outside. He needs to come over the top, not wide. He just needs to come over the top of that end's rear end and uh, catch the spill. So, the three technique. Usually you put one of your best interior linemen at three technique. Force a double team, then split it. Play on their side of the line of scrimmage to disrupt the pulling guard's path. All right, he's going to see a down block right here more than likely. Possibly see a double team. He needs to split through here, disrupt, and throw off the path of the pulling guard. Make him cut it up early. Make him have to bounce outside you. But take him out of the equation. If your three technique is worth the salt, that's something he needs to be able to do in these types of situations. Your one technique needs to drive the center into the opposing A-gap, all right? Needs to take away this gapper here. Drive him, feel that block coming, and drive him into this opposing A-gap there. Take away the cutback lane. Your five technique, 
Just like in the 3-3 stack, he probably needs to sit, not chase, uh, you know, not chase from there because once again, you have this, you can, he can, quarterback can boot out. If they're in uh, split formation, he can ride that out, pull it. If he sees that guy chasing down the line and could be off to the races. We've talked about the Sam linebacker. Gap exchange, bobtail with the nine tech, catch the spill off the, uh, off the wrong shoulder of, the, uh, of your nine tech. Your Mike linebacker, he now needs to scrape. He sees this play coming. He is attacking downhill towards you know, your, your, uh, that C gap right there, which the, uh, the end is hopefully getting, you know, is, is taking away. He's pursuing there. Hopefully he should be able to come out of this untouched, but if not, he needs to take on that tight end, take on that lead block of the uh, pulling guard and spill it to the outside. Your will, now he needs to scrape. Scrape to this A gap right in here. Okay, your nose and your end are taken away. If it has to cut back all the way across the formation, you've got your defensive end on that side. You have you know, your nose there, your will, that he needs to be involved in this. And once again, if he is a stud, if you can see, once this guard pulls here, that opens up a run-through lane. If he is a stud player that can see and recognize fast, he can you know, immediately go catch that play in the backfield, especially if it gets bottled up at the point of attack and that running back now is sitting there looking, trying to decide whether or not he needs to you know, bounce it outside or cut it back in. That's where your will linebacker can uh, make some plays. Secondary, your diamond on the ball. Strong safety stays over the top. Free safety comes up for cutback. Corner saves six. Last defensive front we're going to take a look at here is the 4-4 or the, the 4-2-5 cover three, what we call the split defense. Similar, similar rules to the 4-3, which is, you know, usually you're going to have an over front here with the exception as you walk up your dog there because your dog or outside backer here is generally going to be, you know, a... Uh, you know, a force player out of this. So it's a little bit different than the 3-3 stack because sometimes these overhang safeties in 3-3 tend to be a little bit more, uh, you know, safety, secondary type guys. Uh, against, but from here, when we run it, we usually, uh, we, what we call our eagle front, our 4-4. These guys are, you know, similar to our 3-4 back, uh, outside linebackers, our dog and our rover. But, um, the exception is that against pro sets with tight ends, the defensive end usually lines up as a seven inside shade here because your outside backers, your overhang safeties, your dogs, however you want to call them, uh, will, they will be your force players on that side. So if the outside linebackers, overhang safeties are the kick out block here, they have to set the edge with a hard joint. So if you get you know, this situation, he walks up here because of the tight end. If he, be, if he is the kick out block, he has to set the edge right here and not let it bounce, okay? If you are in cover three or cover one, you do not want, you know, your corners are bailing, your free safety, he's got middle field responsibility. You know, you do not want these guys as involved in the run game in cover three. Let him set the edge, you know, bring him back over to your, uh, to your inside box players. So, uh, the Mike linebacker, you know, must attack the lead block by the guard and spill it at this point. So you feel that down block by them, he needs to fight that off. All right, the three technique, once again, needs to you know, penetrate, fight, off the, you know, fight the double team, not allow the guard to uh, you know, take over for the tackle. We're right in here. He's got to push the uh, center back into the A gap, and the end 
you know, he can be a little bit more aggressive because we have our backside rover here sitting there for cutback or, or excuse me for uh, you know the boot but once again we get this we can't have this down block what they'll try to do out of this is right they could double team right here and try to get to this guy or what they'll do is straight down block and come down to her will all right this is where it gets tricky here because they pull this guard through here he comes up the uh, your three technique right here can't allow this guy to just you know free release to our will back it will you know that'll open up that play right up the seam here you know if your mic doesn't get a you know doesn't blow up the pulling guard so will needs to scrape to the play side a gap right here nothing further you do not he does not want to get lateral he does not want to you know he's not a position right here to shoot the back shoot the gap because he doesn't have that angle in a 3-3 stack or a 4-3 he does have that angle to shoot that gap in a 4-2-5 he does not have that angle. He'd be going straight forward with a play going away from him. Your backside one technique and your backside five technique it would be responsible for the cutback. But other than that, it's those same similar rules. Fight off the down block and get to their side. Inside guys need to get penetration to disrupt the pulling guard. Outside guys need to fight the down block off here and we need to make sure the mic is coming hard and not getting wide. All right, he needs to come hard, take over. You don't have any gap exchanges, so Mike shouldn't be coming over the top here. So those are the approaches that we take at GCMS as to how to stop the power. We see a lot of power through many different sets. Um, the key thing is make sure you have your opponent scouted and make sure your defensive front, your, your front seven guys and your secondary guys, know what their responsibilities are when they see power, when they feel a down block. Right? Know when they, when they gap exchange and when they fill. All right, so here we're going to take a look at um, some of the ways we have defended uh, the power this year. Uh, we're going to look at some good examples and some bad examples of the way we approach it. We, uh, you'll see several different fronts. Like I said, we normally are a 3-4 cover 2, but in the playoffs especially, we saw a lot of double tight, double wing, um, you know, wing eye teams there where we would uh, switch up to our eagle front which is our 4-4 which we would then roll into a 6-2 so take a look at our this first play here if I can get this figured out here they're in a pro I mean excuse me they're in a double tight wing eye here and you see here and what we get is we do not get a scrape from our backers and I believe what happens here is I have a stunt on sending our inside backers in here and that really opens up what because uh, we don't get the scrape here our defensive end kind of gets blown back here we don't get a good hard joint from our from our dog backer as you can see they get a nice little uh, gain out of this here and see a lot of these aren't going to be traditional power that you're seeing but so here they are out of uh, out of an a set two by two gun and what you're going to see here is lead block by your by your ace back and quarter and you can get quarterback power all right, if we take a look here, here's what we got here. This is a better way of approaching it. Our defensive end here, who are in, in of our, out of our eagle front, he really becomes the, uh, he becomes, he, he's the kickout guy, and he does a nice job of spilling it to the outside. All right, it gets a little deeper, but, and I don't know how well he gets his hands on the, uh, off, on the tackle, but if you take a look here, we spill it, Quarterback has to bounce it, and we take care of the play. Now, 
my inside, my will linebacker here, he's coming to the other side. He shoots through that gap. Because the play gets bottled up, he is able to catch it from the backside. But out of an eagle front, that's generally not how you'd want to go about attacking that. Here we are again. Uh, double tight, wing eye. And our dog does not attack it very well here. His job, if I can back it up. This guy's job right here is to take on, and he kind of sits there. Now, in his defense, he may have been kind of waiting to see whether it was supposed, if it was going to bounce or whatever, but that's not really his job. He needs to take on that lead block here. We don't, once again, we don't get much of a scrape. Instead, our inside backer shoots the gap. Should have make, made the play right there. We do, however, get a nice scrape from our will backer. So, now here we go. We have a pro set split backfield out of, out of a gun, and they're going to come load on our, uh, on our dog on this side here. And you see a good take on He doesn't really take on the block so much as he olays it, but we do get a great, uh, great you know, penetration from our defensive end right in here. So gets through there, makes the tackle. Now, here we got another game where uh, we're facing double type with a you know eye formation with the wing, and we're not going to get great. You know our Mike Backer there is going to end up you know shooting the gap instead of scraping over the top here. So you can see if I can come back here, he needs to scrape over the top, and instead he fills. We do get good diamond on the ball action though with our safety and. Then, because they are important to our run fits here. Minimizes the damage, ends up being about a three or four yard game. Another one, great job by our interior defensive front right here. Not this play, but the next play. This play is really gonna be made by our attack. Now we, against them, we went A gaps here, so we were really under fronts on each side. We had ones, fives, and nines on both sides here. We're not gonna, once again, this kid, who's about as good as a running back as you'll ever find, but on defense sometimes he does his own thing. You know, we're going to get good penetration here, a good take on, and this guy is going to take care of this down block, shed the block, and then make the play in the backfield. We'll get a good, you know, uh, you know, hard, you know, hard joint by our dog. And this play is really made by our defensive tackle inside. Now this is kind of a weird play. Uh, we have, you know, 20 personnel. They have a, uh, you know, it's really a clean set here, to offset to the weak side. He's not even, it's not even really a pistol. He's offset behind this fullback here. It's more like an eye formation out of a shotgun. They're both gonna come across the formation here, run power to the strong side. Let's see if we can get this here. Not a great scrape, not a great, uh, and we get a, an okay scrape by our uh, uh, Mike linebacker here. He gets over the top, gets in on the play. Not as aggressive, uh, hard join as we would have liked, but now this is these are from the state championship against Maroa. We never saw true power against these guys, but we did get some good examples of how not to take on lead blocks by our defensive front. These guys' jobs right here are to uh, spill and not get depth there against uh, lead blocks. And instead, 
Our defensive end gets depth, and the play cuts right underneath him. This is a very good player right here, but didn't, against that, he did a lot of things wrong on this play here. One of the things we did do right, though, this line, our, our Mike backer, he, he gets over the top, not really as aggressive as I would have liked, but we don't, what doesn't happen is our Will, he kind of sits there, and that's right through his, where, that's where his run fit is right there. Now this right here is going to be a great example right here of a hard joint. He's going to come up, he takes on on their side of the line of scrimmage, it's not a traditional power, the, you know, it's more of a GT kick out and a pull through, which is very similar to a power. But he's going to take this guy on, force it back in, and still make the play. So, but just watch how he takes on with his inside shoulder. This is what you call a hard joint. Takes it on, even undercuts it, and makes the tackle right there. Kid, two-time all-time, two-time all-conference player right there. And here we're going to see another case where our defensive end gets depth and does not spill. So he's right here, gets too deep, does not spill. So. You can see we did did some things wrong in that game. Okay, here's the semifinal game. This isn't another case of not traditional power. We're in double tight wishbone sets here. We're going to get a lead block and the and the follow through from the backfield. But just a in case you know a chance to see how it would go without the pulling guard. Your lead through guy is in the backfield. We set the hard joint. Pretty good job of scraping right there by everybody. Minimize the damage. Backer comes up, he gets over the, he does a good job of scraping, minimal gain. Here we are again, let's see it here. Wishbone, they're going to see, they're going to load, you know, the kickout guy is our dog right here. Let's see how our inside backers scrape here. Not too bad, terrible job by our backside linebacker right here. He needs to get, his job is not to get wide, he needs to attack that downhill. Here we are again, if I can show. So, hey, they're running it again. Better job of scraping by our inside backer. Tell us he doesn't fight over the top there. Not a great play. Okay. This is a good job. We, we ended up telling, we wanted to squeeze these things down because we just didn't have any faith that they were, because you can see the field conditions here, that uh, if they got to the outside, they weren't going to be able to do anything with it. So we were telling our dogs to start, uh, to start spilling here. Here's our outside backer here, our dog. He's going to spill. This here, he takes it on wrong shoulders. It needs to get lower on it. Back doesn't, you know, doesn't bounce on it. He's able, he even makes the tackle right there. Okay, here's a case where they're lined up, trips with a nub end to this side, ace backfield. They're going to motion the kickout guy into position. So he is going to become your, your kickout block against our dog right here. And then they're going to run power behind him. So as you can see here, here he comes. Here's the hard joint. Upends the kid again. Let's show that again here. Here it comes. Once again, inside backer doesn't scrape, but because he has some length, he's able to get away with coming underneath there. He makes the tackle. Here we go, just pro eye here. Better job scraping by the inside backer. By there. This is our mic backer in this case right here. Scrape gets, does get over the top. 
Not a great hard joint by our, by our dog. Needs to get lower and attack that block a little bit better. Here's a, one of our better, you know, drawn up ways of doing it here. They're gonna run, they're, uh, you know, twins, you know, twins eye here, tight end to the, you know, off to the, uh, on the top here, twins to the weak side. They're gonna load it here, he comes up, needs to take that, but good job of, good job of scraping by our inside backers right here. If you watch here, here he comes, gets, gets over the top, takes on the lead block by the pulling guard, forces it back in, back, you know, pursuit makes the play here. And last play, they, they motion this guy here and it really becomes a double lead. He needs to widen out. Needs to, he's sitting too long right there. He needs to come up and make that play a little bit quicker. Oh, and then we're done. So.